Hey mamas, this is Playfully Faithful Parenting, and I'm your host, Joy Wenling. I'm a seminary grad and children's and family minister turned stay-at-home mom to my five girls. Spiritual parenting is my calling, and it's my passion to help other mamas disciple their kids using the power of play and their own authentic daily walk with Christ. If you're a mama who wants to introduce your kids to Jesus and watch as the Holy Spirit transforms their lives, this is the place for you. I'm so glad you're here. So let's dive in and see how we can partner with God today. Hello, mamas, and welcome to Playfully Faithful Parenting. It is the Monday before Christmas. Only a few more days. I'm sure your kids are counting down just like mine are. And we are all so excited to celebrate Jesus's birth. And um, my oldest got asked to do a reading at the Christmas Eve service at our church. And so we're really excited about that and preparing for that. Um, we're going to go to the church this week and let her practice. And it's um so sweet. And she's excited to use her Bible to read at church in front of everyone. And so I pray this week there is more excitement than anxiety, that there is more peace than pressure, that there is more joy than jumpiness, and that it is just an opportunity for you to connect and play with your family. I know for us this week, um, things slowed down a little bit because school is out and my husband is a teacher and so he is home for the week and the girls are excited about that. Um, and we have lots of fun little things planned. Our neighbor, um, an older woman invited me and all of my girls to a little Christmas tea party at her house with fancy clothes and hats and all of that. So it will be a fun week of celebrating Jesus. <sighs> Just take a deep breath with me. Whew. It's not often that I do something like that, but this time of year, I think we need it. Mamas, we are in the season of Advent. We're in the last week of Advent and we are preparing our hearts for the arrival of Jesus. Jesus God, who in our last episode we talked about, he visited us. This king, this prince of peace, king of kings, from the royal line of King David. So not just supernatural king, but also real royalty on earth came to visit us, came as a baby. I don't know how many of you have had baby babies in December. My oldest was born on December 12th. 2012. So her birthday is 12, 12, 12. It's so fun. Um, but I just remember that year holding 
this teeny, tiny, brand new baby in my arms as we celebrated God coming down and being in one of these teeny, tiny little bodies that is completely dependent on others and yet is fully human. It is so surprising to me sometimes when my little tiny babies and even as toddlers do something that just seems so fully human. Um, Just the way they move, like they're not, they don't have to be taught to respond and stretch and move their bodies in certain ways. And yet, um, some of them are just, it's just like, wow, you are this full and complete human, even at birth. And maybe that's just me. But like, sometimes I think we treat these teeny tiny babies as if they're not fully capable yet. And especially when it comes to faith. Because they are so fully dependent, and yet they are a full person. And God is so capable of having a relationship and communicating with them. And so today we look at our love, teach, play, discipleship approach, and we are starting Luke 2. We've had a few weeks in Luke 1, and we are doing Luke 2 today. And this is the section where Jesus is finally born. And I'm sure that finally was um, how Mary felt, especially after traveling, pregnant, and um, all of this that, that has happened, you know, as moms that when those babies arrive or right before, you know, there's this, oh, when will it ever happen? feel like I've been pregnant forever. And then you just hold this baby in your arms and you're like, finally, finally, I get to meet you. Finally, I get to look at your face and hold you in my arms, not just carry you in my belly. Finally, And so as we get to this week, I feel that finally, finally, we get to the visit from Jesus. Finally, he's here. And so in the story, you know, there's the the census and because Mary is engaged to Joseph They have to go back to Bethlehem and Judea because that is where David was from. And Joseph was related to King David. And what I find so beautiful about this is that Joseph was not related to Jesus by blood. And yet Jesus is in his line, his ancestry. And we look back through Joseph's family to put some identity on Jesus. And that is the power of God's adoption, right? Is that we may not be blood 
related. But when you are adopted into this family, it's just like you had been born of them. And so um, I just, I love that. I just think that's so beautiful. And it says that because he was engaged, he took Mary with him. And here we go. I'm going to read verses six and seven. And while they were there, the time came for her baby to be born. She gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no lodging available for them. The end. Those two sentences give us the story of his birth. That's it. Two sentences. She didn't take this beautiful birth outfit for him like we do sometimes at the hospital and maybe with your first um, and then afterwards, it's just kind of like, oh, whatever. Um, at least it was for us. But he didn't have clothes. He didn't have a bed. He had strips of cloth and a manger. And that was enough for the royal visitor, the God of the universe, firstborn over all creation. A manger and some strips of cloth was enough. And when I think about the story that we usually tell at Christmas about Jesus, we tell a lot more than two sentences, right? Two verses, three sentences. We tell a lot. We infer a lot. We add a lot of details. And so as I was thinking about the story and loving God with my whole heart and me coming to him first, I think. I think it's great to give context to stories. And so this isn't about adding to Bible stories when we're telling and adding context and feeling and detail, because that's that's great. I think it's um, it's helpful for us. But how much do we add to the gospel? How much do we add to our salvation? Because maybe we think it's too simple. Simple was enough for Jesus. Simple was enough for the God of the universe. How much do we add to the gospel? Christ alone. That's it. I see so many families adding expectations, adding rules in the Bible that aren't there adding things that we have to do, adding things that we can't do, adding things that you should look like and and act like and dress like and all of these things. That's not the gospel. We are sinners and Christ died for us and he rose again so that we could be in relationship with him, not so that we can add to that. Paul talked a lot about that in his letters. I've been doing the Bible recap again this year. And so we are thick in the letters of Paul in the New Testament. And so many times he has to remind the churches, it's not about adding to it. It's Jesus. And that means you don't have to be circumcised. It means you don't have to Practice all the Jewish laws first. It's not about all of that. It's about Jesus. And so as I think about what even 
Christmas, the Christmas story has become, we add so much to it. And and so I am just going to be thinking this week, asking God this week, how much do I add to the gospel? Am I keeping it simple? And I want to teach my kids that simplicity of faith. God doesn't expect a lot from us. He expects it all, but not it's not a lot. He expects us, all of us, but not all of the to-dos and all of the work and all of that grandeur. And so that's what I want. I want to teach my kids this week. And this week, obviously, um, with this story, we're going to play with a nativity. But I want to, I want to read the story, Bible story to my kids and ask them, okay, what are all of these pieces? We've got all these pieces in our nativity set. What do we really need to tell the story? Who's really mentioned in the Bible? And on Thursday, we'll come back and we're going to read about the shepherds and their part of the story. Um, But just we're just looking at the simplicity of Jesus's arrival and of Jesus's sacrifice. So mamas, I um, am going to look at the verse here for me, um, because Joseph was a descendant of King David. I love that. That part to me, that's not something that's going to be really relevant to my children right now. Um, and I've already had to have some how to, how our baby's born, like how do they get out of their mother's belly conversations because of our nativity this week. And um, we don't need to get into all those other <laughs> conversations quite yet with some of my kids. Um, and so we're not going to get into all of that yet. Not at Christmas. Not, not right now. Um, <laughs> but... For me, that is one of the verses that I want to reflect on this week. Um, And for my girls, I just think she wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger. Just a simple care. And how can we simply care for others without having to feel like we need to be extravagant or unwisely generous because it's not about money, right? It's not how we care for others and serve others and give to others. It's not about the money we spend. And so um, just looking at that and reflecting on that. And as we finalize um, gifts for grandmas and aunts and uncles and all of that, I'm just thinking about that simple care that Mary showed for Jesus and that Jesus showed for us by coming to earth as a baby. So moms, I am just so grateful that you take time to listen to this podcast. I want to know how I can best serve you. One way of doing that is by leaving a review and telling me what is resonating with you, what is working, why do you keep coming back? And so that I can do more of 
that. Another way is to reach out to me and let me know. And what do you need? If I could give you a Christmas gift that would help you to disciple your children better, what would that gift be? What would you want to unwrap on Christmas morning from me, this podcast, and my ministry created to play? What would you want to unwrap to help you in your discipleship journey? Let me know. I would love to hear your feedback on that. And mamas, have a great week. I will talk to you on Thursday. And on behalf of God, thank you for loving and playing with his kids. Bye now. Well, mamas, that's it for today. Thanks for joining me on Playfully Faithful Parenting. I'd love to keep the conversation going over on the socials. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. If you felt encouraged or equipped by today's show, do me a favor and leave a review. I can't wait to hear your story. Till next week, keep playing and pointing those littles to Christ.